the good life is kind of average. Hello folks and welcome to Quiver. My name is Matthew Thompson. I'm a 23-year-old from Belfast, Northern Ireland. And Quiver is basically a short Christian daily devotional podcast for commuters. It's an opportunity for you to get a quick little daily reading, some thoughts and actually a time of prayer woven into your drive, walk or train to work. We are in Ecclesiastes right now. My neighbor's playing Lincoln Park, by the way. I don't know if you can hear it. Uh, If you can, it'll just make some sweet background music to this episode. But we're in Ecclesiastes chapter 2. And we are just going to read one verse today, and it's good old verse 1. I read from the NLT, so feel free to listen along or flick to your own Bible if you have it handy. And I'll read it a couple of times, and then we'll move into a couple of thoughts that I'd like to share. So here we are. I said to myself, come on, let's try pleasure. Let's look for the good things in life. But I found that this too was meaningless. I said to myself, come on, let's try pleasure. Let's look for the good things in life. But I found that this too was meaningless. So, chapter one ended on a bit of a cliffhanger. Solomon had just came to the conclusion that everything was meaningless. But chapter two, it kind of starts him off on a bit of a quest to either prove or disprove that hypothesis. The first stop that he makes, the first kind of area that he searches in, is in pleasure, in the good things of life. Now, Solomon, he's a man known for his great wealth and his treasure. His life, as far as we know and as far as we can tell, it was filled with the best clothes. It was filled with Michelin star meals, It was filled with the flashiest modes of transport and honestly with the hottest models in the land. If Solomon was alive today, he would be a bit of a playboy playboy millionaire, really, would be the closest thing we have in our modern society. But the good life, it didn't treat him so well. Pleasure didn't satisfy or add meaning to his life. And I think it's really important for us to pause here And just to reflect on this, because if we really dig deep into our own lives, a lot of times we're actually chasing after the good life. Now, you may not think that. You may automatically kind of put the wall up and be like, no, 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 like not me. Like, that's not what I do. Like, I'm chasing after wholesome things, like purposeful things. But have you ever stopped to consider if we actually are? And chasing after the good things of life, it can be very deceptive, you know. We tell ourselves these stories, we tell ourselves these um, these lies and these excuses for ourselves. It's, ah, no, but I just need to get a better car, or I just need to get a better house, or I just need an extra bedroom, or I just need to X, Y, and Z. And if we actually stop to consider something really important, and that is, what actually happens if we get those things? What happens if we actually get those things that we're chasing after? Socrates, he has a great quote that goes something like this. There are two great tragedies in life. The first is for a man not to get his heart's desire. The second is for him to get it. Jim Carrey's got a good one. 
simply says, I think everyone should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so that they can see that it is not the answer. Finally, as I was kind of reading this and as I was going through this this morning, the words of the old parable, the good old parable of the sower and the seed, you know, where the farmer goes out and sows lots of seed on different types of soil, good soil, rocky soil, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know why, not even sure if it fits, but these were the words that were really on my heart this morning. And it's really simply Matthew chapter 13, verse 22. And it says, The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth. So no fruit is produced. I've been thinking about that a lot recently, about how the purpose and the meaning and the ambition and the goal of our lives so often just gets crowded out by all this other stuff. So as we move into our time of reflection, let's ask ourselves some questions. What am I chasing? Will it satisfy me if or when I get it? And in what ways am I chasing the good life instead of a great one? So put simply, guided prayer is just an opportunity for us to spend some time with God. I have a wee timer here. We always just put seven minutes on the clock and it's an opportunity to create a bit of silence in our life. It's an opportunity to carve time out from our busy schedule and just respond to the passage we've read this morning and also just set ourselves up for the day. So let me get these seven minutes on here. There's four main sections. I'll walk you through each one. And after I kind of introduce each section, you'll have a couple of minutes just to respond, whether you want to speak out loud, you want to pray out loud, whether you want to write this stuff down, you know, kind of journal through your prayers, whether you're, um, you just want to meditate, whatever it is, whatever works for you and kind of in whatever environment, environment that you're in right now, um, you know, just do whatever is going to work best. So here's our first section. First section is called praise. Really simply, here's an opportunity, guys, just to give thanks an opportunity to experience some gratitude and be really, really thankful for the things that God's blessed us with in our lives.
So the next section is simply requests. What is it that you need in your life? Whether it is something very practical and something very physical, something very specific. If it's something emotionally, if it's a hard season you're going through, if it's somebody in your life that you would just like to um, cover in prayer this morning, whatever it is, don't be afraid to ask God for the things, no matter how big they are and no matter how small they are. Here's an opportunity just to make these things public, not public, opportunity just to ask God. And I just encourage you to do so in this time. The third section is actions. This is basically, what are you going to do today? <laughs> Many of us, we, we want to live a life where we're being obedient to God, where we want to kind of serve God and do amazing things from God. But so often we don't actually allow God to give any input into our days. Here is our chance to do that. Here's a chance to say, God, what is it that you'd like me to do today? What specifically do you want me to accomplish, whether it's in my business, in my family life, in my work life, or whether it's something kind of a bit of a wild card, maybe to call somebody you haven't called for a while, send a text, you know, bless someone with a, with a gift, whatever it might be, here's an opportunity just to weave God, and give him an opportunity to speak into your to-do list and your calendar for today. Just our final section here. We've got about a minute left on the clock and it's called yearn. What is it that your heart is yearning to hear today? What word does God want to speak to you today right into 
the situation that you find yourself in. Here's an opportunity just to open ourselves up and allow God to speak to us. It could be about anything. So Father, here we are. We're here. We're setting this time aside for you. And we want to hear from you today. So please speak to us. And please speak a word that will really add a significance to, to our day. Jesus, thank you very much for this morning. Lord, I just pray that you'll bless every single person listening. Thank you for this time of prayer we've just been able to have and just to reflect on you. Thank you for how, you know, you're always there for us to tap into. We may live manic and busy lives, but all it takes is just a little silent moment just to pause and just to tap into you and hear from you. I know you can speak in the noise, but just it's this little time that we get to have of just setting aside Seven minutes is so precious. And Lord, I pray that it overflows beyond these episodes. I pray that, you know, when we're stuck in traffic or when we're the computer's crashed and we're waiting it for to reload, just that we used opportunities throughout our day just to meditate, just to reflect, and really just to keep ourselves on track. It's so easy to get derailed by life. It's so easy to let other things, whether it's the pursuit of pleasure or the good life or whatever it is, to crowd out kind of why we're here, what we're doing, what's important and what matters. So Lord, give us a fresh revelation of what does matter, what is important. And I just pray that you're with us throughout the rest of today and that you go before us and just give us wisdom, give us your favor and give us opportunities. Ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very much for listening. Really, really appreciate it. And I look forward to touching base with you guys next time. Have a great one, and yeah, we'll be here tomorrow. Don't know what else I have to say. If you want to email me, it's matthewtbelfast at gmail.com. You can also submit a question, submit a story, submit whatever you want to submit to the show through the Anchor app, a little voice message, and I would love to be able to share some of these with everyone else and get the conversation going. Enjoy your day, and until next time, all the very best. Mm-hmm.